That's what I like to go to, man. You can just throw them on. Well, I got get... like four sets, brother. For real? <laughs> See, I really got to talk to you to figure out how, how to get even. I brought mine in with me depth. just in case. I For like, real? I was like, because I was looking at the channel, I was like, should I bring mine? I know because I got to get you on my show. Yeah. So I was like, he ain't, had, he ain't had no faith in me, y'all. He ain't had no Who faith me? in me. Yeah. You know, no, I'm always like, prepared. I, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I like I'm that. I'm always prepared because you never know what you're walking to. And then I was like, uh, dog, uh, how you going to edit? How, how you going to put it out there? Mm -hmm. So I always, I'm always overthinking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? We live. Welcome uh, back to another episode of the Fire Never Dies podcast where no candle loses its flame by lighting another. And today I have with me Sean Maxwell. Listen, man, he don't sing different Maxwell, but he does make amazing videos. What else do you do? Uh, what I do, uh, I teach marketing branding. I go mm -hmm. around working in the beauty industry and some in business, really. And all mm -hmm. I do is help them put their content together, show them how to move it, how it's going to work with them, how right. to, basically how to tell their branding story. Okay. So. That's really what I'm doing. More okay. like a branding, marketing, consulting kind of guy. Okay, okay. How did you, huh? No, what you want to say? How did you, how did you get into that? Uh, was that first or was cinematography and videography and uh, stuff first? Cinematography and videography was okay. first. But I went to school for business. Okay. So I okay. graduated with, uh, at Livingstone College with a business degree. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I need to do something with this business degree. But I've always been into film. Right. Like ever since I was a kid. Uh, working with my dad, when I, I'm not gonna say I'm working with him, but basically working with him, he's a, mm -hmm. I'm a military brat. And uh, he used to work at the uh, movie theater on base. Okay, okay. So I used to be in a projection room with him because that was a part time job. Oh, so I go wow. in the projection room with yeah. him. And then I, he, he was like, basically, if this thing happened, and that's when it was on film, everything mm -hmm. digital now is film. If this, like, this happened, you need to splice it, stamp it, and hit go. Yeah. And I was like seven at the time. So I was like, all right. But my first movie at the movie theater was uh, Mississippi Burning. Mm -hmm. So I was watching Mississippi Burning. I was like, yo, that's dope how they told that story. I think this is what I really want to do. Yeah. So I've been interested in filming ever since then. Mm -hmm. the, sto the storytelling aspect is what probably what drew me to it as well. Like just the idea of creating any kind of video. I'm hanging with friends, podcasting, event recaps, all of that. Like yeah. it's, it's all used to tell a story. Everything, everything has a story. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Y'all putting that sign right there has a story. Delahoy and Sugar, uh, Sugar Shane Mosley mm -hmm. had a story. Mm -hmm. Everything has a story. This whole boxing ring y'all got was created from somebody's vision, and that story came to life. Yeah. Now y'all have a lot of people in this gym. Y'all have people cutting hair. Y'all created more stories by that and more content for that. So y'all giving people life here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everything has a story. It just depends on how you want to tell your story. Right, okay? right. And that's the interesting part, taking something from the ground up where nobody else can see mm -hmm. and then flipping it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's big, man. That's uh, it's really how how we all got here. Honestly, right. it's really how we, <laughs> when you really, like, it just came to me. It was like it came from above. Hey, this, he just broke down life. Right. Yeah, man. So you're not from the middle of Georgia area. You said you were from... Well, I, I, my parents both retired. They both military. Okay, okay. Both my parents, my family's like a generational military family. Okay, okay. So they both retired in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Thank you all up. for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both 
but retired in Columbia, South Carolina. So I ended up going to school there, finishing out high school okay. up there. So that's the last place I call home. Mm -hmm. We still, my, they still there. My brothers and them sisters still there. Okay, yeah, so, that's where the family is at. Yeah, yeah. How, so I really want to get into this branding stuff. Uh, coach me. What what do you think I should be doing a little bit more better, brother? As far as what, yeah, uh, as far as the podcasting or the business or the yeah, just from what you've seen, because I know we haven't really gone too in depth on. Too right. Much. I mean, so far it's just more so just going to be with you being consistent mm -hmm. and figuring out what you enjoy about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And once you figure out what you enjoy doing and the story you want to tell, want mm -hmm. people to see, and you're comfortable with it, then it's going to be about how you want to present it. So, for example, the gym, right? We just sat there and watched some guys out there boxing. Right, right. You're real passionate about that. You Absolutely. get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you have an opportunity to individually podcast with a lot of these kids that come through here. Mm -hmm. Give them hope. Give them something to look at. And they can mm -hmm. be in. They're going to be your word of mouth, too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And yeah. you can tell, like, one there's four kids over there just lifting weights. Mm -hmm. Four in the ring swinging. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, and you're passionate. Definitely passionate. So, I would just say figure a way to be consistent at what you're doing now mm -hmm. and how to incorporate what your passion is at the same time. Both of them, your passion. Right. I, I got mm -hmm. that. But your real passion is out there. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So trying to figure out a way to incorporate that and then figure like, okay, I can do both. Like I can work this content and getting this out there. And mm -hmm. every day just talk about it. I mean, yeah. it's easy to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I can tell. We, we was out there laughing and joking. We yeah. can talk about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think... And those are actually moments that uh, not just me, but we all should probably film more of just when you're laughing and talking, yeah. watching uh, something happen. And uh, it turns into content. Man, turns it, into content. Because if I was in the gym, and with all this going on, man, yeah. I'd have had three or four cameras on the ring, yeah. two pointed at us, and had one of the little kids just follow me. I'll be yeah, like, yeah. $5, just follow us real quick. Yeah. And then just chop all that up and then put it out there. Do you teach people like how to create content for themselves? I do. So they, uh, how would you, cause I want to ask for the viewers. Cause a lot of people for the most part, you know, they, you, you know, they feel yeah. like content is a uh, chore or a headache. How do you tell your clients? So what I first do, right. And I know it's going to sound funny mm -hmm. to a lot of people. What I first tell them to do is depending on the client, well, most of my clients, or, or if I'm teaching new students, mm -hmm. go watch Reading Rainbow. Remember that show, Reading Rainbow? Yeah, I remember it, like, vividly. That's what I'm about to, I'm about, yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy would be on the beach and stuff. Right, and yeah. he'll sit in there and read. And he'll open up a book, look. But pay attention Tell on how engaging. It, and my thing is, depend, watch how engaging he is, right? Yeah. Watch how he tells the story. Watch how he draws you into the story. Listen to his breathing pattern. Listen to actually how he switches up his tones depending on the character, right? So all that goes into how you're going to create your content. Right. Because if you can understand how he can keep you engaged by reading one book for 30 minutes, mm -hmm. you'll learn how to keep your people in front of that camera engaged. Because mm -hmm. he'll be like, oh, that's Johnny walked down the street. And, but he's learned, you're, you're learning how to engage and tell that story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now when you get in there, yo... Now you go to the gym or come over here. You mm -hmm. walk in the gym, yo, as we first enter, you got to you set your intro up, right? right? Now you're starting to be like, all right, we got a new guy coming in the gym today. Mm -hmm. He's wanting to learn how to box. But this is what this is what it's gonna take. 
how for him to box. Mm -hmm. Now you're looking at his perspective on why he came to the gym. And, you're, and now you're engaged with him. You right, get what I'm saying? Right, yeah. He's telling you, look, I just want to learn how to defend myself. I don't want to be out here in these streets, you know. I'm, I'm only 14. I don't want to be bullied. You're like, yo, mm -hmm. you don't have to be bullied. You can be, this is what we can teach you to keep, to keep your hands up, keep from getting hit. And, and we're teaching you not to fight, but to protect yourself. You get what right, I'm saying? Right, yeah. And then at the end, be like, so what did you learn today? Mm -hmm. Well, I learned this and that. And exactly now, in that one little guy, you mm -hmm. done created a whole book of yeah. a story that you can tell of what just happened and transpired from the moment he walked into the door from the moment he leave. And you can learn that literally by watching Oh boy, I'll read a rainbow. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna go back and watch some, man, because But you just one, you just got the story. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like the like it's almost like studying film for me. Like I, I sit up and I watch like old speeches or just old interviews that I might remember from back in the day or something. Cause uh that's how I grew I grew up, like listening to a lot of interviews and conversation of the older people around me, like Russ Parr and yeah. Ricky Smile on them. So I've always been into that. You said you was on radio. Yeah, I did radio. Uh, when I first when I first moved to uh, Macon, Georgia, mm -hmm. I used to get on 89.3 Ride a Dirty Show with uh, mm -hmm. Vic XL. We used to get on in the morning, and then me and my partner, we got on 94.5, the star. And we was on there. That was for our show mm -hmm. with 94.5. Uh, but I was also assisting with 89.3. Okay. But we was on uh, 94.5 star for about a good year and a half, two years strong. With That's before uh, Instagram and all that popped off. Mm -hmm. So we were jumping off on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like we were streaming at the time. But that's what streaming used to call. Streaming is free now. Yeah. It used to cost back then. We grew up following our fan base. I went from zero on Twitter to like 16,000, 17,000 real quick because yeah. we was we was on it mm -hmm. and then one day uh me and my partner showed up to get ready for our show because we done hyped up we mm -hmm. had some people coming through for the interviews we done <laughs> hyped up this whole show we got mm -hmm. everybody tuned in and we got to the door and uh door was locked you know what i'm saying mind you i got a key now yeah i can't even get my key to work so they changed the lock they changed the lock and everything the dude didn't even tell us that uh he wasn't paying the bills and the building and, and uh, wow. the, the landlords came in, shut operations down. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. He wasn't picking up his phone. So me and my partner, we there waiting. The other host for, that was before us, they was there waiting. And the host after us, was, oh, we was all there sitting there like, what's going on? And he went in the buddy, the uh, owner went picking up the phone. Then come to find out he wasn't paying his bills. He contacted us like. A week later, talking about he got another spot going through the radio, and yeah. I was like, "Nah, man, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I ain't yeah. got time for this. Yeah, you know ain't gonna lead me to disappointment right. anymore. Got me all. Got me. Got everybody out here. We, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do after that? Uh, after that, that's when I uh, I ended up working uh, with some artists. I started working on some record deals that okay. uh, with uh, Universal and Sony. Uh, end up shooting a movie. You got a real interesting background, man. How do you find yourself in these situations? Uh, what happens is, it's usually somebody around me mm -hmm. that be like, hey, man, I think we should do this. Yeah. And I'm not the dude that's going to wait. So if I want something, I, I go straight to the source. Mm -hmm. So my brother, he's an engineer. He went to school for engineering music. Okay. And he was like, I got two or three artists. He ain't know what to do with it. I was like, well, shit, why you just don't call Universal? He's like, you just don't call Universal? I was like, why not? Right, <laughs> you know right, why not? So I called. 
I called, I made contact. Mm-hmm. And I made contact with a lady named Lisa. And uh, I just started chopping up with her. She was like, well, this is what I can give you. I can give you a distribution deal. I can give you this much up front. And I can give you this so you can make that happen. I was like, well, while I'm on the phone with you, I also shoot movies too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me go ahead and, and sprinkle she, that in there too. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, all right, let's see what we can do. Then I got with my partner, uh, Big D. He out of L.A. Uh, him, he was already, his brother, uh, his partner works at Lionsgate also. Okay. So okay. Big D was like, yo, let me go ahead and put you in plug with my brother, mm-hmm. he uh, he works at Line Gate. He one of the lawyers there, and man, we've been chopping it up ever since. That's amazing, bro. So really, just off the strength of relationships. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not being afraid to make that call. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Not being afraid to be like, I don't know, but I'm gonna be the one. That's, I'm gonna find out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it, all you gotta do is ask a question. And you always been like that, like just to grab it by the horns and go. Yeah. Okay. Always. Okay. Ever since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I has, it, has it ever been you in the butt? All the time. <laughs> all the time. That's the fun part. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is, if I can't get an answer from you, somebody knows. Somebody, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you got a boss. Persistent. So now I'm pissed that you said no. All right. Mm-hmm. Who above you? Mm-hmm. Who above you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it always bites you. Yeah. But if you let that, if you let that shit happen, then... You ain't wanted in the first place. That's true. That's you know true. I mean? But it all started with somebody asking me a question mm-hmm. or trying to figure it out. And I like to eliminate excuses. So I'd be like, all right, let's try this shit. That's that you you said it right. Eliminate the excuses. That's oh my God. That's everything. It, once you eliminate it's, it's, it's then it becomes accountability, but it's that's where you want it to be at. That's right. exactly where you want it to be at. Yeah, brother, man. You talking good, brother, man. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad we're doing this, man. Listen, man. I'm, I'm gonna need some mentoring after this. this but it's real, though. Yeah, yeah. Real. and that's that's why I'm really glad that you did pull up on me. That's why I asked, have you always been like that? Because when we was setting it up, you was like, shit, let's. Why I was, yeah, I, when I, I asked him, I said, when you when you want to do it or whatever, and he was like, let's do it asap, pretty much, like. <laughs> He was, I think he really wanted to say right now instead of this weekend. I want to say it right now when you said, uh, I was like, shit, we can do it today or tomorrow. He was like, I'm buried on weekends. And I was like, all right, what's shit this weekend? Yeah, you know what I'm it's only because during the week I'll be here and I also like, some, like sometimes I might travel up to Atlanta and yeah. go to Columbus or something like that. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, that, I, I love that energy because uh, one of the guys uh, that was mentoring me for a while, he said all the time, success loves speed. Like, if you want to be successful at something, soon don't procrastinate. Just don't do it. Just pro- do it. And we all are habits of procrastination. Mm-hmm. Even the most successful people, they have moments where they procrastinate. You know what I'm saying? It's just how you fight through your procrastination. Because mm-hmm. there's some days you just be like, man, I don't feel like doing it. Even though you got a list of shit you got to do, you just like, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it. And when I get when I get in them modes right there, mm-hmm. when I don't feel like doing it, <clears throat> My go-to be like an uh, anime. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like I'll put on an anime for about 30 minutes and do an hour and I'll be like, you know what? Let me get my ass up. <laughs> you know if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. It'd yeah. be so simple like that. Or my kids will walk in and be like, I thought you said you had to do something. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, you're right, I gotta do something. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But if it's small things like that, it's just how you fight through your procrastination. Cause we all are habits of procrastination. I don't yeah. care what nobody say. You have the moments where you just don't feel like doing absolutely, nothing. absolutely. I because I I've been pushing myself more to run more, like because I don't 
Yeah, I look a little. I probably look like a runner, but I do not like running whatsoever. I've always despised the fact that to be in because I, I grew up playing soccer mostly. Right. So to be in shape for soccer, I have to run so much. Thirty right. minutes before I even touch a ball. I didn't like that, but it's it's necessary for what I'm trying to accomplish. Right. So I like the procrastination fact. Like now as an adult. I will look at my shoes for an hour while they just, not even on my feet, they just. Right there, right? Man, I gotta do this run. Is it gonna rain? I need an excuse. <laughs> the thing is, you just gotta put the shoes on. Like, yep. even when I go, like, I wake up and be like, damn, I don't feel like going to this gym. Show I just up. gotta get there. Yep. And once I get there, I'll be sitting in the back, like, damn, for another 20 minutes. I just gotta get back out to that lobby. Mm -hmm. Once I get to that lobby, and then once I get into it, once you get into it, then you into it. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah, it was worth all this. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? But once I get there, that's why I wake up at 6 knowing I'm going to work out at 7. Yeah. Or 7.30. Because I know it's going to take my mind. So I got to meditate for 30 minutes all the way to the gym. I'll probably put T.D. Jakes on or something like yeah. that. And just listen for 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes. Then I get to the gym, sit in the parking lot, put my sneakers on for another 20 minutes. Then I walk in with my bag. I got my C4. I go in the back. I sit there for another 20, 30 minutes. And I'm like, then somebody always just walk back there. Let's get it, big man. It's time to go. God damn it. Let's go. Like, All right. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's why it's important to even have an account accountability partner. Mm -hmm. Whether uh, they in your field or not, it's just somebody that's going to just motivate you to be like, hey, get up. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I have like superhero moments where I text like people I do business with or people mm -hmm. in business. When I get up in the morning, be like, hey, let's get it going. Let's get it popping. You know what I'm saying? What's your actual plan for the day? Yeah. They be like, damn, all right, all right, I'm up, let's get it. People need that. We are not even, we all, I need that. We all need that. Like, right. It's, uh, I have a friend, you, Brandon Brown. Right. He, uh, we do the, uh, well, he, he has a group, APM. He told you, like, we all, like, that's. I, I, I finally got on one. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's our, uh, that's, well, that's his joint, but that's our, uh, that's our community. They're like, that's like, that's our accountability group, per se. Like, we really. Hey, anybody, every Monday, every Monday, is something going on. Like, we got a call. This is, we working on these points today. Or what y'all doing today? It's, what we got a, going on? What's yeah. happening? Anybody need help? Yeah. You know like, it's, one of, it's, it's, it's also great, too, for resources. Yeah. But you need that sometimes, though. That's you, all we you got really here. You need that. Because sometimes you just, that's all it takes is a word. Yeah. Just somebody to, just to give you a quick word and motivate you for your day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we all need it. We all need it. I don't care if you're successful, if you're not successful, it's always great to hear somebody just give you that extra boost that you yeah. need. And even pros, I mean, that's what basketball coaches are for, and mm -hmm. assistant coaches are for, mm -hmm. even football, back, any sport, that's what the coach is there for. They know you got the talent, you mm -hmm. know you got the talent, but some days you just ain't into it, and it, all it takes is, get up, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm if somebody's in the right tone at the right time, oh, a little fire. Right. A little you know pure fire. Well, have, how do you, not to say how do you deal with, like, slumps? Well, yeah, how would you, like, not just the gym, but, like, in personal, like, in real life, like, outside of the gym business, when you just actually feel down, so what is, what I, is your go-to? I have, I have moments like that, right? Mm -hmm. So, we all have moments where we just feel like shit ain't going right, mm -hmm. or you just kind of depressed. Rainy you know, days. Rainy days. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all have that. But I had a, 
I learned from somebody, and I can't remember where I got it from, like a couple of years ago. I put a box together, right? Mm -hmm. So in this box, I got my top five favorite movies. Like, I, this this be one of them things I just take the whole day to myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I got a box, and in the box, I got my top five movies. Then I got like a, movie, a TV show series that, like a Martin or okay. a Naruto or something mm -hmm. like that in the box. I got Big Trouble Little China, uh, movies that make me happy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Big yeah. Trouble Little China, Self-care self type stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? Then I got a candle in there. Then I got my favorite CDs. It's most like, and I said CDs. No, I said CDs, right? Because I got a CD <laughs> player. Because in my house, once my kids know I put this thing on, they know that yeah. I'm getting myself back together. Okay. So I got like Jay-Z, Wu-Tang, Redman, stuff, stuff that I listened to in the 90s. That's in the box. Mm -hmm. Then I got like magazines that I like to read or a book I like to read. Right. And I would just take the whole day and go through that whole box. Oh, man. So once I go through that whole box, it's like refreshing. It gets yeah. me back to like, all right, you know, let's That's go. That's dope. You I'm going to I'm gonna have to put me together a box. I'm going to have to put together a box. You said Jay-Z, Wu-Tang. I got Jay-Z, Wu-Tang, Red, Red Man. Who else in that box? Jill Scott, Erica Badu, and uh, the vibes. Equimini. It was so crazy when you said Eric Badu and you was like, uh, I was like, he got outcast in there. Yeah, there's a women out in there. Yeah, she is in there. Dang, that is crazy. It's Where? CD now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still yeah. got my CD Walkman. <laughs> oh, and they ain't scratched? Nah. That is like... That's my box. Like, good condition. Yeah. So, I had a question that just left me. That uh, That's what I was going to ask. Have, did you see the... This is totally off topic as well, but I just want to know if you saw the the top rapper of all time list. Top 50? Yeah. I, I heard, I didn't really look at it and see who was all on They there. They gave Jay-Z number one. That's about right. You feel like it's just well deserved? Yeah, okay, that's yeah, about right. Too. Yeah, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. And at the end of the day, uh, to me, I would, I like Redman. I like, like I said, I grew up in that era with Jay-Z mm -hmm. and them. Once Biggie and Tupac died, I mean, Jay-Z took the rings yeah. and he ain't let go. At ever. Rockefeller, he ain't let go. It ain't like, if he's in his 40s, he still ain't let go. Mm -hmm. Like, he's dropping decades worth of hits. He still ain't let go. Now, think about all the rappers and artists. Well, LL too. But LL ain't making music no more. Right. So think about all the people that started before him or with him mm -hmm. and where they are now. Really, the only person that's left with him really is like Snoop. That's in the early 90s with him. You're right, yeah. When like, you, like, when you really think about it, yeah. They what Jay Z is like 89, 90, between 89 and 93. Mm -hmm. Snoop 89, 93 around that area. Ice Cube don't make music no more. Dr. Dre just he's producing, he's not rapping. Diddy, he haven't made music in a long time. So I'm just looking mm -hmm. thinking about people in that era. Uh, Red Man and Method Man, they ain't making music like that. They all he, he into the acting thing, yeah. but they're all their music are timeless. So if I'm looking at that top 50. A lot of them ain't making music like that no more. Mm -hmm. He's about the only one that still make music and staying relevant with it and, and streaming his stuff out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True so story. even got his own streaming platform to make sure he get heard. It, it's well deserved. Like think of, if you can't if you can't think of nobody in his time when he started like early '90s beside Busta Rhymes. Mm -hmm. Well, shit, Busta Rhymes still out there, but mm -hmm. he ain't making he ain't dropping music like yeah, that. Right. So think about Jay Z and people that started in that era with him and. Not the people that's after him, but the people that started with really? him and how long he continued. And if he drops or jump on somebody's album right now as a feature, the song takes off. You know what I'm saying? Now, if Andre 3000 and Big Boy and Outkast were still doing their thing, 
it'd be different. Yeah, yeah. Only person I would give that I would say, but he he jumps genres would be CeeLo. Okay. I would okay. say CeeLo yeah, should be yeah, in that top yeah, fifty-two. Yeah. But he jumps genre from singing mm-hmm. to rapping. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, there's not a lot of people that can mess with CeeLo, in my right. opinion. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So we've seen, we've really seen every all the artists you uh, you named go through different transitions in their career. What do you see will be your next transition? My next transition, probably doing more educational stuff, uh, doing more where people can download classes and mm-hmm. get that and really jumping into the shooting my own movies. Okay. Really sticking focus in. I got plenty of scripts written already. Wow. Now it's just time to start shooting it. And what's motivation is like my partners down in Miami, they they steady shooting their series and it's called uh, To Each His Own. And they about, they about to get it on Tubi now. Mm-hmm. But they're motivational because I'm watching them. He'll call me like, yo, what you think? So I'm seeing them and I'm like, yeah, I need to go ahead and get back yeah. on my get back on my get back on my movie grind. Yeah, what what are you? I'm you're gonna be kind of rapid fire. We got three minutes. Yeah. What genre of movie do you you think you'll be making? I'm more so of the romantic. Okay. Romantic side of movies like love stories. I'm okay. I'm always it's all about a love story to okay. me because everything is a love story. I'm not into hate stuff. I'm not into killing. Maybe an action movie. I get into an action movie, mm-hmm. but. My thing would be like love story. I don't know if you ever seen a uh, movie photographer mm-hmm. with uh, Issa Rae and what's his name, Sakeith. Ah, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I but forgot. It, it's something. It, I'm on that vibe. Okay. I okay. love shit like that. Okay. Or com- or comedy love story. Let me know when you open up for auditions, man. I'm looking to get into <laughs> acting and some stand up. Like I got friends that be telling me I need to do stand up and just just try it out. Try it. I, I've always like I told you, I've always been in the film. I think I might do a good job acting, man. I'm, Try it. I'm an entertaining guy. I'm, I, I've been I told I was funny too, so I'm. Look, we've been laughing this whole time, dog. We've been laughing this whole time. We're finna go laugh some more. Uh, let the people know where they can find you at, brother. Uh, you can find me at No BS Podcast on YouTube or Sean L. Maxwell or Sean Maxwell Cinema. It's always gonna be Sean Maxwell something. But you, that's where you can find me at mostly. Sean L. Maxwell, Sean Maxwell Cinema or. No BS podcast. That's where we at. And that's Sean S H A W N L and Maxwell like the coffee to the last drop. <laughs> <laughs>